Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan C.S., the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James C.S., the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. <laughs> what up, ladies and gentlemen? Take Action Tuesday. Hernan Take Action is here, Tuesday. host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host, the insurance bro, James C.S. with Pipeline Insurance. And as always, we have an amazing, fun, and awesome show planned for you. In fact, today's guest uh, was somebody that I requested to be uh, on the show. I reached out to Hernan and said, hey, this guy is killing it on the YouTube game, putting out all kinds of videos, and uh, he's got my attention. So uh, we invited this gentleman on the show, and let me tell you a little bit about him. When you are a licensed real estate agent with huge goals and dreams, you need to be more than just a real estate agent. Today's guest is a marketing strategist for real estate and real estate professionals. We're talking about 10xing your entire business development arm, including operations, attracting business, and most importantly, converting business. Coming to us all the way from Dallas, Fort Worth with Echo Real Estate Advisors, welcome to the show, Jamie Resendiz. What do you think? <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You nailed it up until the Jaime part. Jaime. Jaime. Outside of that. Wait, wait, wait. Is it Jamie or Jaime? Rock, Jaime. Oh, man. It. My bad. My bad. You're good. You rocked it, man. I need a hype man. That's, that's perfect. So I'm going to watch this again. And actually, everything that you said verbatim, I'm going to put it into my bio. I love Boom. it. <laughs> You're welcome. He has a way with words, that guy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, before we get talking to Jaime, I want to remind you guys, 365 pairs of shoes is what we're shooting for. We're at 275, less than 100 pairs to go. And we got a 40-shoe pickup coming up around the corner. Thanks, Lizzie Lee. So uh, if you guys And everybody got, in her office. And everybody in her office. Because she put team. out a box and uh, it, it, just, it just got filled. So I'm Sweet. headed out there on Monday to pick those up. So if you guys got new shoes, you shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. Guy also does insurance. So if you got homeowners, life, you want to uh, insure your business, whatever it is that you need, hit up James. Or maybe you own a mortgage company or a tax office. You want to add uh, insurance into your business to help bring up that bottom line. Hit James up 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. It's a sunny San Diego day. I don't know what it's like over there in Texas, a little chilly, but the sun still shines. So make sure you guys go to droneco.net forward slash business bros to get your solar done. Remember, they don't do the solar company. They don't do the solar installation. They help you shop for solar the easy way. They're going to send a drone to your house, measure your rooftop, send it out to the roofing company, send it out to the solar companies. You sit back, look at all the quotes, pick the one that works for you, get your solar done right away. Drunko.net forward slash business bros. All right. You ready, Jaime? I'm ready. Let's do this. I want you to tell me how you decided that real estate was going to be the game and then morphed it from being a traditional agent. So go ahead. Tell me. What were awesome. you thinking? 
<laughs> what was I thinking? Well, I originally started in healthcare. I went to Texas Tech University, got my MBA, went down to Mexico City, got a dual MBA there. And immediately after that, I started in healthcare. So I started with the network of compounding pharmacies. I did that for about four and a half years, um, did all that fun stuff. But real estate was something that drew me at, at an early age, but I didn't necessarily have an inkling of what it was. It was just so intangible, but I knew that there was something there just because everybody talks about real estate, that this person made their money in real estate, real estate, real estate. So after you know enough of the corporate world, if you will, I decided to take the leap back in 2016 and I started my own my own company. Originally, I started a business brokerage immediately after my healthcare stint and I helped business owners sell their business. So I did a form of business development and mergers and acquisitions in my previous role. So I had the understanding of what it took to purchase a business and sell a business. So I was helping people do just that. And after that, I, well, I did that for about a year and I ended up purchasing a property management company. So I had to let go of my business brokerage. I did property management for a while, um, managing that company and trying to make it work. But at the end of the day, property management is hell on earth. It's mm -hmm. how I like to describe it. So I ended up selling that property and I went into another partnership uh, at, soon after that, which uh, are you familiar with Boba Tea? No. So Boba Tea. You're, is talking, about, you're, talking, about, you're talking about the drink? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To say, yeah, like, sure. you're not for sure, if you're not familiar with Boba Tea, where have you been? Right. No, there's, there's <laughs> Express down the way. No, yeah, I know what it is. Sure. 100%, 100%. Well, I was going so much to those boba tea places that it made more financial sense for me to be an owner than a customer. <laughs> so I ended up purchasing um, and partnering up with uh, somebody that owned a boba tea shop. So we grew that to multiple locations, multiple food trucks here in the DFW area. And then I uh, ended up selling that, that my part of, of the company. So did that for about, let's just say, almost a year as well. But throughout, I mean, ever since I left the, uh, the healthcare world through the, all the stints of business brokerage and everything else, I was holding my real estate license. So I would carry some listings, uh, but most of my business I would refer out. But so I've been a real estate professional pretty much since I exited the healthcare space. But here recently, about a little bit over a year now, I've been doing uh, real estate education. So being a marketing strategist for real estate professionals, as that's really where I, that's the part of the business that I enjoy uh, attracting a business, um, converting it and all that fun stuff. As far as the actual practitioner of being a real estate agent, that is um, I enjoy it, but not quite as much. So again, I'll carry listings, um, a select, a, a select amount of listings and I'll refer the rest of the business out. I don't think I answered any of your questions, but that was no, no, pretty that, much that, my that, stint since 2016. Yeah, that, that's definitely a good, a good uh, intro because it, it tells me a lot. It tells me, for, for instance, that you didn't get into real estate to sell houses. 
You stumbled into real estate because it is a business. You saw it as a business. Every single venture that you've been into, you've seen it as a business opportunity. I don't imagine that you were, you know, filling boba cups all day from, you know, open to close, cleaning the place and doing all that stuff. None of the business ventures that you've been in sound like you were, you know, that person, the self-employed person. You actually look at a business approach from a completely different uh, mindset. The education background that you have, for example, allows you to look at a business as in something you can buy or sell. First of all, that in and of itself is different than what most real estate agents get into the, into this business for. You know, you can't really buy or sell a real estate practice because it's really dependent on that particular person and their circle of influence. Unless you build a model or a system in place that you can, that the, that the, that the sole proprietor in it is not the one that drives that particular business. So tell me a little bit about how you see a business that way. When you get into a business, what are the, some of the key things that you're looking for to kind of push it to the sales point or put it to a, a point where it can be sold should you choose to? Well, you hit on something very important and that is the systems in place. So I look at cash flow clearly. I want to see how much money it's making. And then dependent on that, my level of involvement, I'm not lazy by any stretch of the imagination, but at the same time, I want to see how long it's going to take for me to write the ship, if you will, or implement some of the processes so then we can have a replicatable system. So then we can go and take over other store locations that may be floundering, if you will. So that was actually the strategy with the boba tea, looking at failing boba tea places and just taking over their lease, taking over the equipment because it can, you can get into a business and start a business that's failing for as little as $5,000 as opposed to doing an entire build out and starting from scratch. So that totally makes sense because people who are struggling want out, right? They're like, I hate this every day I'm waking up. I have to, you know, clean all this stuff. I have to manage all these people and I, I, I can barely pay the bills. My overhead's too high. I'm like, I'm done with this. I'm almost looking for a good way to get out. And this is an opportunity that you can come about and say, you know what? Let me just cash you out. You can walk away from this debacle and then you come in and implement those systems that you're talking about. 100%, 100%. So it's those systems and how often you can do that. So, but then you get into questions of, well, how am I going to fund this? It's, do I need to carry debt? Do I need to go out and get another partner, whether that's strategic or um, what have you? It just becomes how quickly can I scale this? And in that particular instance, it was just the right time for me to exit there um, without getting into too much of the weeds. It wasn't as scalable as I had thought, given just the management of it and the turnover when it came to employees. So I thought it was a good opportunity to, to exit. And I was spending most of my time in the real estate um, business development and marketing that it just made more financial sense for me to focus on this and really scale it um, then continue being in the day-to-day as far as business make, I shouldn't say business making, but in decision making, um, because as, as you mentioned, I was, I was never the one filling in the tapioca balls or anything else like that. And it's a good thing that you knew, you knew what boba tea was because I couldn't explain to you how to actually make one. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was all um, handed to me, if you will. 
So, so, you know, there's, when you, when you talk the way you, you're talking about the, these businesses, about coming in, understanding management, understanding systems in place, it really reminds me a lot of like the Warren Buffett mentality where he'll come in and acquire shares of a company. He'll acquire a majority interest and then restructure the management if, if he needed to so that it runs smoothly because he can see that the nuts and bolts of this particular business was good. The cash flow was good. The management maybe was not where it needed to be or whatever, something like that. And he would come in and restructure these things and he would do it over and over and over again. He's got major companies that he, that he controls. Um, you're doing, you were doing the same thing. Now you're venturing into the real estate side. What are you noticing when you come across uh, real estate agents or brokers that need help getting away from being that self-employed person to becoming a, a true business? I think a lot of the things that I see are just the lack of structure or the lack of attacking it like a business. Um, I'm a big fan of franchises, just the concept, just the, I mean, everything about franchise, everything about franchises I like. So my 2020 brand, if you will, is going to be the franchise agent. Because I want people to understand, I want agents to understand that they are in a way their own business owner. I mean, they are a business owner, but you're looking at an entire franchise from the beginning. Think of EXP, think of Keller Williams, think of Century 21. You are an owner that has to figure it out. Yes, you can leverage the brand. Yes, you can leverage some of the tools. Yes, you can leverage the purchasing power in a sense with CRMs and everything else like that. But it's incumbent upon you in order to be successful. And then yes, you're gonna be doing a, a split, whatever brokerage that you're with. So you're paying your franchise fees to your broker. But at the end of the day, it's how well can you market yourself? How well can you grow your business? So that whole franchise model is really what people, I equate real estate agents to a franchise more than a starting from scratch by yourself. Because at the end of the day, you have to start with a broker before you can actually be a broker, at least here in Texas. Yeah, same, same in California, uh, at least two years. And, and the funny thing, uh, when you're talking about these franchise models, it's, a, you know, the, the ultimate franchise that always comes to mind is McDonald's, of course, right? How they've built a system in place where you have 17-year-old, 16-year-old kids operating the system and this place is running like clockwork. It's just, it's just pumping out burgers, pumping out burgers. And the biggest thing that people always complain about is, well, I can make a better burger at home. That's true. You probably can, but can you, do you have the system in place to sell millions and millions of burgers a day? That's, that's the biggest difference. And I think if you take that same correlation to the real estate agent, yeah, you're, you're, you're brokered with EXP or Century 21 or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, you have the label, but are you operating like that kind of agent? Are you operating the way the brand operates? Because if you're not, you're making the better burger, just nobody's buying it. You know what I mean? And that you might have the best burger in town, but if nobody buys it, it's just your burger. And that's kind of, you know, that's kind of where, where I see a lot of real estate agents fall into that trap where they don't follow a system. They get a license and they assume, cool, I'm licensed. Now everybody's going to come to me and, you know, ask me about my business, but that doesn't happen. What are you doing to help them, you know, systematize that process? So, well, let's back up like where, you know, people think that everyone's going to come to them. What I like to, how I really like to illustrate that point is asking the agent, well, do you know what all of your friends do? That's a good so point. So how can you expect people, your friends, your family, your network, your sphere of influence, we're all taught that, right? So go reach out to your sphere of influence. So the way that I flip it, 
and it really illustrates the point. Well, do you know what all of your friends do? And that's but Jaime, the world revolves around me, buddy. You didn't know that, like, <laughs> of course they know I what I do. My headshot, yeah. As soon as I put my headshot on a business card. I wish I had one. I don't have a headshot on, but yeah, that's um, yeah, that that really illustrates the point. And yeah, that's the mentality that we need to get away from. And when it comes to you know I, the people that talk about content marketing, that talk about business development, that talk about growing their business, everyone's talking about value, 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 but I feel that a lot of real estate agents, including myself, I'm not excluding myself from this, but a lot of us feel it's, well, let me tell people how good I am versus, well, let me show you what the process of buying a house is. Let me mm -hmm. show you what the process of selling a house is. And what we miss is, well, if I show them, they're going to want to try and do it on their own. Let them, let them try to do it on their own. Let them see what it's like to qualify buyers. Let them see what it's like to not have an important document, not have an important inspection, not have anything that you know a real estate professional actually does. And the moment that that happens is, well, you're the person that put them down that rabbit hole, gave them the confidence that they could buy it or sell it on their own. Who do you think they're going to reach out to to clean up the mess? Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't have that confidence altogether. So you have all the eye buyers and things of that nature. Yes, they are. They do pose a threat, but at the end of the day, the consumer is not ready yet. The consumer still wants to be handheld through the process because a lot of people are going through this for the first time. Mm -hmm. So the longevity of the real estate agent is still there. It's just you need to provide actual value versus putting your headshot in a business card and saying, I'm the best on the top realtor, I'm the best, all this other stuff, disguising that as value when you really didn't provide any. Yeah, and I, I love that. That that actually the simplicity in that makes so much sense. You know, bringing value doesn't necessarily mean showing people that you are awesome. The work you do, the person you become in what you're doing is going to show that value. You need to become that representation of what a good listing agent or buyer's agent is going to be. You need to provide that information. And I, I also like how you were talking about how let them try it. Even if you help, like you know, somebody who's gonna who's buying a home tries to do it on their own or selling a home, tries to do it on their own, you keep giving them advice on how to do it. Even if they close, they're going to talk about how horrible it was, but you were there to help them out. You were there to support them. You're going to be that person, their, their knight in shining armor, even though they didn't quite use your service, they used you as a resource. And they're going to talk about that resource. Don't do it by yourself. It sucked. It was horrible. You need to hire Jaime. Jaime is the one who walked me through this whole process. He knows all the information. Like I got lucky, but he's the one you need to go to. Like that's the type of mentality. If you're providing actual value that people will have about you. I mean, think about pretty much anything from your barber to, you know, the dentist, whatever, anything that provides you some good service, some quality service. And it's not talking about how awesome they are, some quality service, you're going to refer them. And it works the same way with a real estate agent. What about marketing though? Like, you know, it's, it's, you hear the cliches all the time. You need to stay top of mind. I don't know. You need to post, you know, once a day, at least on each individual platform, you need, you know, there's a lot of cliche stuff. And I think a lot of it is very, um, like lost, like, okay, I'm going to post every day. What do I say? All right. I got to call my circle of influence. Does that mean pick up the phone? Does that mean text message? Um, what do I talk about? Hey, by the way, I'm in real estate. Like it gets, it gets really convoluted when you get past the theoretical to now let's put it into action. What are you advising yeah. people to do? 
Well, and I like you, you presented that like, um, you know, calling or messaging or posting. You can actually hide that awkwardness of, hey, I'm reaching out to you because I just got my real estate license. We haven't spoken since college, <laughs> but I just want you to trust me that whenever we go to get coffee at Starbucks, again, we haven't spoken since college, that I'm not going to talk about real estate. <laughs> yeah, well, right. People are going to smell that away, you know, smell that right away. So you can actually... I don't, want, I don't want to phrase it this way, but I can't think of a better way to phrase it is you can actually disguise that part by actually providing something of value. So I'll give you an example, because again, I don't want to just go into say marketing and value and people call me Gary Vee and not show you actually something of practical advice. So something as simple as creating a video of the buying process, of the selling process, what the option period is, what earnest money is, the five mistakes that you can do when getting into a contract, the five things you must do when you sold your property. So provide all of these, all of these information, all of these videos that provide actual value and share it with people. Then you can go onto Facebook Messenger and, and share it to your sphere of influence. Hey, I just want you to check out this video that I created. Do you think it hits everything that you had to do when you sold your home? I never once asked you if you wanted to sell your home. And I didn't tell you that I'm a real estate agent. I asked you for advice on something that you, well, people love giving advice. So that works quite well. We lost audio. No, it's the not informative audio. part, the education oh. part, like, Hey, what do you think of this versus what do you think of, Having, having to go get coffee with me so we can talk about real estate or, hey, are you looking to buy or sell your home? So again, I'm not saying that, I can't think of a better way of saying this, but disguising your, your I guess your true motive, if you will, but act, by actually providing value and that diffuses a lot of the awkward conversations of calling people up that you never spoken to in the past. So that's one example of what to post and how to start conversations now, what people, what a lot of real estate agents miss is you don't have to be the best cold caller or you don't have to be the best door knocker. You don't have to be the best Facebook ads or Google ads or YouTube ads. You just have to be pretty good at one. Mm. That's basically it because we know, everybody knows, a, an amazing real estate agent that makes a killing just off of cold calling expires. Cold calling just in, for the sake of cold calling those people that door knock every single day, that is their niche, if you will. That is what they're pretty good at. And some of them are actual experts off of that. So you don't have to go out and master everything. So just wherever you feel comfortable enough to be challenged. And that sounds a little bit weird and vague, but you do want to select a medium, whether that's the written word via direct mail, whether that is organic Craigslist posting, organic Facebook posting. If you want to make your business off of social media, you can certainly make it off of social media. If you want to be the cold caller, if you want to be the direct mail, just pick a medium and get pretty good at it. You don't have to be an expert. There's plenty of business to go around. It's just, you need to pick something and get pretty good at it as opposed to, well, I'm going to do direct mail here. And then I'm just going to door knock uh, a few of the doors here. And then I'm going to We'll call over here. I'm going to run some Facebook ads over here. Oh, and then I got to figure out how to do YouTube ads 
do a little bit of Craig's uh, Google ads. Oh, I forgot about Zillow. Let's do some Zillow. Let's do some realtor.com. We just scatter. We do the shotgun approach and we end up, we end up catching nothing. Yeah, marketing is, I like that. It's, it's very focused on what you're good at. And I like how you said challenge because we're not going to be awesome at anything right off the bat, right? There, there's very few things that you just come out and be a rock star. Even professional athletes, for example, you have some that have tremendous talent, but even those that have tremendous talent need to be trained and focus their attention on getting better. They are still coached and they practice and they practice and they practice to become super phenoms. Then you got people who are maybe not as talented, but they work hard diligently every day practicing that particular position in whatever sport it is, whatever it is, and they get better, better, and better, and better, and then they're better than most people because they've ultimately practiced over and over again. That person that's door knocking every day, they're not going to be the best right when they start off the bat, but they're going to come across objections. They're going to get used to certain things that come up on door knocking on a regular basis, and they become experts at that. And all of a sudden, you know, if they consistently do it, now they're the one who's the expert door knocker and it, but it just comes with time practice and practice and practice. So I, I love that, you know, think of something that you feel comfortable and challenged with. That's, that's great. I'm going to steal that from you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it as right. good as time as any. Right, give me a look. <laughs> we interrupt today's regularly scheduled podcast for a purely selfish, irreverent cash grabbing word from our sponsors. Turn on. What are we selling today? Ladies and gents, dronequote.net. I know you've seen the Instagram and the Facebook ads running through your feeds. I look like an idiot on those. I'm, I'm just selling a little bit of Nelly parody. It's hot in here. You want to run your AC, you want to charge your Tesla, you need to get solar panels on your rooftops. Dronequote.net forward slash business bros is where you need to go. They don't install them for you, but they're going to help you shop all the big name solar companies. So they'll take a drone, measure your rooftop, send it out to the roofing companies, solar companies. You sit back, pick a quote that works for you. It's the easy way to shop for solar. Make sure you get it done. If you see the ad on Facebook or if you see the ad on Instagram or wherever you see it, go ahead and give it a little click. Set up your appointment today. Drunko.net forward slash business bros. We love you guys. Appreciate it. Boom. Back to our regularly scheduled podcast. <laughs> so that's a new thing we're trying out. I mean, it, it, dude. And right? I saw your Nelly parody. It was, it was fire, as the kids say. Yeah, right. It's, it, it's goofy, man. It's, as the kids say. But it's one of those things, right? It's marketing. It's getting, it's getting you know, your name out there, trying to be a little bit more uh, creative and disguising what you're trying to do in some fun stuff. And I figure... You know, that's a fun thing to do. Uh, I make myself, you know, I, I don't need help from anybody else to look like an idiot. I can do that by myself. <laughs> <laughs> We're out there, you know, creating a, creating awareness and getting that sort of stuff done. All right. So tell me a little bit about your company specifically. What is it that you're doing? Um, how do people get a hold of you? That sort of stuff. Right. So, so thank you. I, I work with real estate professionals, but now I was moving down the route of creating an agency. So essentially doing the work for the agents, essentially it's a do it for you model, except I've shied away from that for various reasons. But at this point, how people work with me is either through consults. So a per hour basis or picking up one of my courses, whether that's YouTube ads, Google ads, um, business development ads, Facebook ads. So essentially just having, uh, instrument of courses, if you will. And I would provide the role of online mentoring and coaching and webinar. So whenever somebody gets stuck on an element of the process, 
then I am there to help them out. Um, so it's really courses and consults. I've shied away from the do-it-yourself model. So let, tell me a little bit about, you, I'm sorry. Yeah, do it for you. Tell me a little bit about, um, you know, doing like paid advertising stuff. When you help them out, are we talking about, you know, structuring an ad? Are we talking ad copy? Are we talking like landing pages and funnels? Are, are we talking about that whole process? The entire process from beginning to end, not only from just the actual what you need, but it sounds silly, but the mindset the and I attack I mean the first parts of all the courses are really the mentality part where we have to train ourselves away from the I'm the best I'm the top listen to me all this other stuff really switching over to the value part because that attracts people that attracts people because again you're not necessarily saying hey use me or again doing all that self-promoter self-promotion but People are gravitating towards the actual end goal. People are gravitating towards the actual knowledge. So if you can share that, the person that they're going to trust immediately is going to be you. So that's the best way to get from the know you, like you, and trust you uh, sales funnel. So yes, it covers everything. A lot of it has to do with mindset at the beginning. A lot of it has to do with the prep work that needs to happen. And But most importantly, people just need to have results. Because that's how they're going to judge the course. That's how they're going to judge me. That's how they're going to judge um, the consults, if you will. So per hour, I'm not cheap. So I need to be able to produce results very, very quickly. So as far as my marketing strategy, if you will, and we were mentioning this before before we, uh, we came on, was my YouTube channel. That is by far the most, how should I say it? It's the biggest opportunity for real estate professionals today. Not only from an organic side, but from a paid advertisement side. Because from the organic side, very few agents are actually using that as a platform as their main marketing platform. And from the paid side, an even smaller subset are actually using that to grow their business. And YouTube is actually the place where you can get so detailed in who you reach, even beyond Instagram, beyond Facebook, beyond LinkedIn, that it's just crazy that nobody is using YouTube ads. YouTube ads um, have that power of Google search behind them. So it's, it's very much search-based versus uh, where you're talking about Instagram and Facebook. It's like, what are you interested in? What our tendencies are. So when you're talking about laser focus, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not a I'm not a YouTube expert yet by any means. I barely started growing our own YouTube page. So and we'll probably be talking about that here soon. But I know that when I search for something on Google, whatever it is, right, I can look it up. I'm gonna have associated uh links, I'm gonna have associated images, and I'm gonna have associated videos with that particular topic. So understanding those, those dynamics and then taking Google's or YouTube's back end to target specific search criteria, that's, that's what we're talking about here, right? 100%, 100%. So Google and YouTube, they work off of the same platform as Google owns YouTube. Very similar to Instagram and Facebook. Facebook owns Instagram. Now, the difference between the social media platforms and the search-based platforms is that on social media is disruptive marketing. Yes, you can get the interest dialed in and you can get a ton of leads that way, but the conversion rate is significantly lower 
than on search-based, intention-based, as you're mentioning, over on Google and YouTube because you're actually searching for that. You're actually searching for an answer. So people are self-identifying themselves as leads simply by the searches that they're making. On Facebook, yes, you have those interests, but at the same time, you're still there to either uh, stalk your ex-girlfriend, you're there to just hang out and see what's going on, kill time, do whatever, but you're not there to really scratch the itch of your interest. You're just there because you're there. And as a marketer, we're hoping that while you're stalking your girlfriend, our ad pops up and we catch your attention. 100%, 100 so you can move away or move closer to her. Depends on how, how <laughs> good of an ex-girlfriend she was. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not projecting. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're talking about the other. I know a guy that. Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about, like, you, you said that very few people are using uh, ad-based stuff, paid stuff, um, in your, in your, from the um, YouTube side, from the, from YouTube, the YouTube side, side. In, yeah. it, in, in your business, as you talk to more and more people is the main reason because of the cost associated, like, you know, uh, people who have small practices like this have a hard time paying things like, you know, their income tax cause they're self-employed, right? That tends to pile up and pile up cause they're paying just their regular living expenses. And since they're not operating like a business, I'm thinking, um, and I want to know from your opinion, is it, I'm not using YouTube because it costs money. <laughs> and so, you know, to do these ads, I don't have a budget to, you know, I barely have a budget to pay my car payment. How am I going to pay for ads on YouTube? What kind of return am I supposed to get? Is that the kind of, the kind of things that you hear? Much of it does have to do with costs, but a good portion of it as well has to do with knowledge. So from the cost side, since you're on the Google platform, it's very easy to spend a ton of money and not see results because you have to do several cells. So with YouTube, it is a video-based ba- video ad. So either you create an animation or you create a, a screen share or you create a talking head video, which is essentially what we're doing right here, or you actually do a little bit of production of editing of, I'm gonna be in front of this house and I'm gonna talk about this and I'm gonna go over here and then talk about that. So essentially kind of like you're, um, uh, Nelly parody. So mm-hmm. you had to do a good amount of editing to get that together. And that takes a good amount of work. So that's one, you just, you actually need the video and then you have to figure out how to actually advertise. So that's two, you have to figure out how I'm going to, how am I going to put this message that I've created in front of the right people? Then you have to figure out how to actually convert them. Well, what's going to be my offer? What's going to be my lead magnet? What's going to get people to actually click through, get to my landing page or to my website or wherever I'm driving traffic to and actually submit their information to me. So that's another sell. So those levels add up to where not everyone has the knowledge on how to produce a video or create a video. Not everyone has the knowledge on how to actually make all of these buttons work. Then not everyone has the knowledge to create an effective landing page that's going to actually convert. So you're talking about multiple cells that become a little bit difficult. And if you get one of those wrong, it's very easy for you to just write checks to Google and Mm. not see a lead. And so if you don't necessarily know what you're doing, then it's very easy to go upside down in your ads and burn through your budget. So that's what, that's what people end up doing. So 
they'll do that on YouTube and they'll also do that on Google ads because very much the same thing with out with the exception of the video aspect on Google ads, you have to write effective ad copy, but then you have to send them over to an effective landing page or a website. That's not going to distract or, ca or cause friction from people um, to where they don't give you their information. So the biggest mistake in that platform is you're clicking or you're creating an ad and driving traffic to your traditional website, which you yourself don't even maintain. So why should anybody go on there and try to figure out how to submit their information over to you versus since they're looking for an answer, they're just going to click off and go to the next one until they get the right answer. Mm -hmm. So it's a money pit, I guess is what I, what I'm trying to say. It can if you be. don't know what you're doing. Right. It can be if you don't know what you're doing. And then of course it's like anything else. I tried door knocking, you door knocked one day and it didn't work. Okay. Well, it's never going to work. I tried cold calling. You tried it for one day. Oh, it doesn't work for me. I tried one video ad. It didn't work for me. Like you get this, you know, you hear it over and over again. I tried it one time and it didn't work. So it must never work. How, how much, you know, knowledge do we have to have? How many courses do we have to take? What is it, you know, what do you recommend for somebody to come in and say, this is how much you need to do so that you can get to a point where it's becoming successful? Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. We give up too easy. And it's just, well, it kind of feeds into the other part where the resources aren't necessarily there. So there's not a lot of content when it comes to YouTube ads. There's a plethora of content on Facebook ads, but whenever you go and search for Google ads for real estate agents or real estate professionals, you're not going to see much. When you go and search for YouTube ads for real estate professionals, you're probably going to see five to 10 videos and those are mine. So <laughs> I got a good ranking there, but, um, so stop. Don't ever, nobody create those cause I'm trying to rank for those. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the lack of resources is also another component of it. All right. Well, lastly, I want to make sure we get to the ask the bros section. So I want you to think of a question that you want to ask either James or I personal business doesn't matter. Um, and while you think of that question, I'm going to remind our audience, 365 pairs of shoes, ladies and gents, we are at 275. So less than a hundred. So if you got new shoes, you shoes, or you want to donate cash at James up six one nine eight eight four zero zero four five. And the guy does insurance pipeline insurance is our agency. So if you need a home auto commercial life, whatever it is you need, or maybe you want to add add insurance into your particular business. You have a tax office or a mortgage company or something like that. Best to have another department built in. We do the work for you. We run it. We do it all for you. Take care of it so we can cut you a check. Find out how. Hit James up 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com and make sure you guys go to dronecode.net forward slash business bros to get your solar on. All right, you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. So you, you mentioned you, you do, well, you just mentioned that you're, you do insurance. Do you do that for businesses as well? Like um, business policies, commercial policies? Absolutely. James, that's a you question. I'm sorry. Ask that again. Uh, so insurance. Just, if y'all do the commercial and business. Um, oh well, yeah. I guess it was called commercial um, policies, if you will. Yeah. One of the biggest challenges whenever, well, for businesses or at least my challenges was identifying what I should actually cover. So I'll give you an example with our food trucks. We had, I believe there's auto insurance. There was business um, liability insurance. There was, since we had brick and mortar locations, we of course need to have insurance on that. What do you find that business owners are not, uh, do not have enough 
coverage in? What aspect of the real of, of the insurance world for business owners do you find that is not being covered by a typical business owner? Uh, there's a couple of things. The first one is really the life insurance. And the reason I say that is because it's always the optional one. It's the one that people don't necessarily think about. So at any time, if you have a partner in the business or partners, uh, you all should have what they call a buy-sell agreement, which is basically if one of you dies, then the others should receive enough cash to buy that partner's spouse out. Otherwise, they wind up in business with that dead partner's spouse. And uh, most times people don't want to do that. So uh, the short answer there is, is yeah, life insurance and uh, buy-sell agreements are probably the things that business owners think about last. Is that the same thing as key man insurance or is that a different thing? It's similar. It's similar. So uh, a buy-sell agreement would be something that you would use between partners and a key man insurance policy is something that you would use for somebody who's very important to uh, the, the company, but not necessarily a partner. You could do it for a partner, but you could just do it for a key employee as well. Okay. Cool. Cool stuff, cool. huh? Yeah, uh, you I, asked an insurance question. I, I was like, whoop. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Yeah, it, it helps because uh, uh, I have a life insurance license. Um, James has all the insurance licenses uh, as far as for property, casualty, life health, that sort of stuff. So uh, he runs the insurance agency on the day-to-day. -day. He makes sure he's, – he's the guy who's training all our agents in office. He's doing all the uh, – putting out fires, if you will, <laughs> mm -hmm. that sort of yeah. operations. So, yeah, he's, the, he's definitely the guy to go to for all those insurance questions. Hyman, thank you very much for being on the show, man. A lot of very helpful, useful information. I'm sure people interested in doing some uh, some Facebook, YouTube marketing, Instagram marketing are gonna are gonna reach out real quick. How do they get a hold of you? Just go to my YouTube channel. That's it. Uh, YouTube.com/slash Jaime J A I M E Resendiz R E S E N D I Z. So I'm going all in on YouTube and LinkedIn for 2020. Boom, 2020. It ain't even here yet. You're already ready for 2020. A true businessman planning for the first quarter in the fourth quarter. That's how it works. Boom. Thank you for being on the show, Jaime. I really appreciate it. Ladies and gents, that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.